You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So welcome to this very pivotal week. We are coming up to a new moon in Pisces on Wednesday. And the beginning of the week, the 28th, there's a very intense, very serious energy with the moon conjoining Mercury, which is like our thoughts, our communications, what we're maybe negotiating or trying to understand. And then the moon also conjunct Saturn. So also that means that Saturn and Mercury are conjunct. So there can be this very burdensome, heavy grief could be a thing. Um, also though it can like trigger like business transactions and negotiations and sort of things in, in the like career world are activated, but also just when Saturn is there, it's very serious. Often it has to do with like legacies and, um, just like the, the institutionalization of things, the things that we thought could be counted on are all, you know, very much being triggered by like moving into Aquarius, essentially. So Mercury is there, Saturn is there. So there's a very triggering events are going on in the world for in your life, in everybody's life, because ultimately the change needs to happen so that we can bring in the new. So it's a very tumultuous time in any life is the beginning and the ending. And often I had once, I lost a dog that I, she was like my she was my everything and I had her for like 12 years and just the whole like leading up to her going was just so traumatic and I had to like let go and and it was such a like she's a big dog so she she actually and she slept with me so we had this very like physical close bond and when she was gone it was just this big empty hole so the grief that can come with like letting go is very powerful but then also when you, it was four months later and we had puppies in our lives. And I was like, like, this is just as intense, this new beginning and making sure all these lives are okay. And, and being caught, like when you have a baby, there's this 100% attention that needs to be available for that baby to keep it alive, essentially. So it was like that. And I was like, wow, birth and death are, because I had gone through the experiences within four months of each other are so much like each other. They're like require that same sort of exquisite attention to detail. So we're kind of all in a way experiencing that in our in our own ways, in our own areas of the chart. Luckily, it's in Aquarius. So it's not as like, it's more intellectual than it is like visceral, where you like are, you know, you feel the grief in your body. It's more like, oh, this is grief. Like these you know, maybe these people are grieving or it's just kind of more intellectualized in, in Aquarius. On Tuesday, the moon goes into Pisces, which our new moon will be in on Wednesday. And the sun will be sextiling Uranus, which I think is a really good energy for like lucky things to occur and, and breaks. And because Uranus wants change and it's it's, it's very much like shake it up or throw something in your path that you didn't expect and, and see if you'll bite to move your life in a whole new direction. It's that kind of fast moving lucky energy that you want to keep an eye out for ideas that come up, situations that occur. It's an exciting, freedom seeking, genius sort of energy and sextiling to the sun 
It gives us this ability to tap into our true identity in a way that supports our evolution. So we can change and we're not like, you know, struggling against the change. Instead, it's like supporting us and we can feel that it's the right change, which is very lovely. Then on Wednesday, we have the new moon and it's in Pisces. So it's, it goes from being, the moon is very like intellectual and, um, detached, able to detach and see the greater good of all. And then the, the Pisces energy comes in and then we're like, then it's visceral. Then it's like emotional and like, oh, I'm so, all the feelings you feel, you feel everybody's feelings. So you have to be very careful with Pisces energy or Neptunian energy because you can take on like literally energetically frequency wise, like a sponge, anything that is like within sort of your realm around you or even in the collective. So you kind of tap in because that Neptunian energy is always tapped into the the collective soup. You can, you know, accidentally take on whatever the, the, the world is experiencing. So there's a lot of, as you know, like, you know, crazy situations going on in this world right now. And like so fast, everything's happening so fast that it's even hard to like keep your head straight about what what the facts are and what the facts aren't. And that's very Piscean as well. Like there, there's information we don't have. We can't really be clear about the decisions we're making because there's maybe something missing or at the same time, uh, like in an, from another perspective, we could actually be at the precipice of dreams coming true and creating our reality and bringing to life visions from our imagination. So it's such a like pivotal time to be very careful and very intentional and very maybe isolated and secluded in a way so that you can keep your energy unpolluted. Make sure that you've got your, you know, bubble of light around you and your crystals, your trusty crystals or essential oils or whatever you can do to, you know, set the space intentionally so that you're not at risk of being overtaken by the tsunami of collective emotion that is going on. Because that can be a real risk for Pisces energy. So that same day of the new moon, Mercury and, um, Mercury, which we talked about earlier, Mercury and Saturn will be conjoined. And that, like, it, it, it's good in a sense. I mean, there's so many aspects of each placement, right? And we can tap into the good or we can tap into the bad. We can intentionally, intentionally flip the switch. If we notice that we're going down the, you know, the manifestation of the negative, we can very carefully choose, no, I'm going in this direction. So the intentionality is really important and your ability to manifest miracles with Piscean energy is very strong, very it's when the magic happens and the synchronicities start showing up and you're like, whoa, what a coincidence. Like, I actually, this is a coincidence. I I mean, it's a little thing, but they're the sort of things that like make you take notice because it's unusual. I had like heard a name that I'd never heard before used for a girl in a show that I was watching. And I was like, oh, that's such a pretty name. I've never heard that before. I've never heard it, which is kind of rare that you haven't heard something used before. And then today I got contacted by a client who'd been recommended to me and that was her name. So weird. So I've just sort of like took notice, like, oh, this could be an important connection or something, you know, there's some sort of synchronistic magic going on that we're all tapped into. With Pisces, we can even be more tapped into that. With the, with the Saturn Mercury energy, 
the the best we can do with it is become disciplined in our thinking. Maybe like be care like bring your influences to a minimum. Make sure like I've felt that recently very much impulse with I've got to pull away from the world events because I can't stay centered when I'm like being constantly rocked by these events that I find upsetting or just the lies, the lies really get to me. And and then I'm like down this like sort of road of frustration and upset, which is not benefiting me in any way or anybody around me ultimately. So I'm trying to get a hold of that like sort of freedom fighter part of my nature and be like, calm down. You got to come into your center. You got to come to your heart. You've got to like, I got to talk myself down. And I realized that I need to kind of pull out, be more disciplined with my attention, which is hard because it feels like it's like a fire hose of information coming at me all the time. And all of it feels quite important. Like I better know what's going on because if you don't know what's going on, then, you know, you could be duped or you could be manipulated or had, or I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely like sort of a feeling that I got to keep on top of it. So I'm going to use my discipline with and focus on I have important projects that I'm also working on and focus them on that solely. So if you have something like that in your life where you can channel like energy that's being used negatively in something positive, that's when the Saturn <clears throat> when the Saturn Mercury energy works really well for you, well, for all of us. That same day of the new moon, the moon will sextile Uranus, so it gives us again this like this real um flash of luck like a lightning bolt that like plants a pear tree or something you know just a really lucky occurrence can happen so keep your eyes peeled for that it's like it's pretty magical and then also Jupiter for the first time in 12 years will be conjunct this new moon in Pisces so Jupiter expands it it gives us like our opportunities Jupiter being conjoined with this new moon, it really adds to the magic. Like it, it wants to bring luck. It wants to bring fortune. It wants to bring the truth and freedom and justice and all those things that are good for humanity as a whole. It doesn't want us repressed or slaves to any kind of system or, and maybe that's why all this is going on. So we can all unplug ourselves ironically from this system and create a new system that we're aware of needs creating. Whereas maybe we would have all still still been asleep if it hadn't have gotten so intense and crazy and we were able to see sort of the man behind the curtain. Although my hubby keeps pointing out to me, not everybody sees what you're talking about. And I'm like, yes, they must by now. They must. He's like, no, they don't. Because if they watch the news, then they're, they believe that and, and what's going on there. So that's a hard thing in our world right now. Like, it's a really manipulative, tricky, hard to control thing that is going down. So, and that ties us into what's going down with Pluto at the last degrees of Capricorn. So when this whole fiasco began in March, 2020, there was all kinds of fishy stuff that went on. Like in, in 2019, in October, they had event 201, which was like a simulation of a pandemic. And they had all like the major players who that were then inserted into important positions in, the, you know, that are kind of like the, the faces of this whole thing there who have been schooled on this for a long time on how to do it, what to do. 
So that happened. And then in right in, I think, January, February of 2020, before it all went down, there was like some crazy number of CEOs that stepped down from their positions. Like I think it was in the 200s. I might be exaggerating. But a crazy number, like why would the, everybody step down from what was about like, and then you see in 20, March, 2020, then they launched this whole thing. And that, when that happened, the, the actual astrology is quite similar to that right now, but in later degrees of Capricorn. And when it all went down, there was like a stellium with um, Jupiter and Saturn and Mars all in Capricorn, but earlier degrees, I think it was around maybe 17. And now it's at the end degrees, at the 27th degree, I believe. And it's like almost like the last like like clincher, the or at least it's going to be like a major because the good side of, of Pluto is that it's always reaching for the depth and the truth and the transformation. And it is there when someone dies and, and it is there when someone is born there to deal with the sort of nitty-gritty complications and the dark side, but also the, the taboos. Like, you know, nobody realizes that a mom who shows up with her adorable newborn has just been, like, through the ringer and, like, you know, the most traumatic experience of her life, getting the baby out. But Pluto was there. It knows how what's going down when a baby is getting out of a body. And even with death, the things that, that people witness when their loved ones are, are dying and on their deathbed, it's very, it's stuff that we don't talk about, but it's all, it's like part of the human experience and condition. So Pluto is like that. It helps us to transform and to step into our power and to be who we are in the world and to be brave and courageous and change. It's like the phoenix rising from the ashes. But it can also be like a dark, manipulative, abusive, like Harvey Weinstein type, like a controller, someone who wants power over others, a manipulator, like, you know, the press or the government. That could be very Plutonian with the lies that are told specifically to invoke certain reactions from us. It's all very, and, and very like, you know, fearful and, and like masochistic ultimately. Like very, it can be very dark, very dark. It can show up in, in the most dark of circumstances. So, and I'm always trying to like, I know this and it's so irritating. Like when, when I'm speaking of astrology or when I'm reading someone's chart, I, I understand the import of the information I'm communicating. And I never want to implant by accident or mistaken or be mistaken and, and say something that could hinder or like plant a seed of negativity in someone's life. Ever. I would never want to be the only positivity. But it's a very tricky road to walk because, like, you know, sometimes it isn't positive. <laughs> it's like, and I can't, like, even with the whole trucker convoy, I'm like, oh, I was so hopeful that this was going to matter. And then our crime minister turns around and invokes the Emergency Act and literally went and and brutalized peaceful protesters people got trampled by horses there was like there was batons there was pepper spray there was like you know some of the press the, the alternative press getting attacked like it was brutal and shocking and and then they were able to seize bank accounts without any sort of warrant the two people like a mom and a dad that helped organize the protest are in jail and they won't give them bail and so they've got these families of three children each at home and they're not allowed to go home just because they're being made an example of. So there's this tyrannical control going on. 
And that's Plutonian as well. So I realized I was trying to be all hopeful, but if I would have like been less, um, you know, Pollyanna optimism, I would have maybe seen that it was going to go bad and it was going to come down like that. But I just can't bear to not like to, to seed any of the negativity. So this week, like it's intense. I, I don't want to, I, I don't know how to describe it otherwise. The Mars will conjoin Pluto. The moon and Neptune are conjoined. Venus is conjoined Pluto and Mars. So it's like our relationships, our energy, our values and priorities and um, like what constitutes our own power and stepping into our own power are all up. Like even will, what, what are we willing to transform? What are we willing to let die? What are we willing to um, like, you know, where's the hill that we die on? What Like where we need to really get in touch with being there to protect and to empower ourselves like each individual each of us needs to step into that journey now with it being in the last degrees of capricorn it makes me think like on a world stage like the the what's going on with russia and ukraine and the rest of the world being involved is part of this capricorn sort of like um like the oligarchy fighting essentially and then also the with the capricorn energy it's like institutions and they're all like connected like when you look there's like when you everything we do and are provided is all connected to like five different basically families or or you know businesses that overrun all of this so we're kind of under the thumb of that and maybe as everything switches from the last degrees all plumped up together where maybe we'll feel the crunch even more but once it all shifts into Aquarius like the we the people energy will rise in a much bigger and more impressive way where we can take back some of our power as you know take back our power but just our power to be free and and the pursuit of love liberty and happiness and all of that, there's now a, a convoy like heading across the US. I think actually it starts on the third. I think I heard that. And that's a perfect day, like a more hopeful day for for us to kind of go against, you know, the man or whatever, the boot on the neck for eternity. So it is a big time. We're all like going through pivotal moments and it's like empowering us to be who we are on some level, whoever that is. That's, I've read this quote and I'm, I should have wrote down who it was from, but it was a privilege of a lifetime is to become who we truly are, which is so true. And we're so thwarted from that in so many ways as we make our way in this insane world, trying to act like we understand what's going on or be a part of an insane world, which doesn't make us like sane it makes us you know probably insane trying to deal with it so just remember being who you came to be is going to be what brings you everything that is good in life so keep that in mind big stuff going down this week on the weekend we do also have a big aspect it's a good day it's um there's so much going on this week oh my goodness the weekend the fifth, we have the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction. So that's in Pisces. And it gives us like this hopeful, visionary, like compassionate, benevolent, 
maybe spiritual, like it could represent like God coming down and being and helping, helping us, like the spiritual divine energy coming in, uh, like a period of grace coming over everything. Very fortunate and lucky. So if things get crazy as the week goes by, know that there's this really wonderful blessing energy that occurs on Saturday that will definitely help us like it'll help us see the good. Alternatively, although I just don't see it alternatively, I'm not going to. It, whatever will be, will be, but I'm not going to see it alternatively. I, I think it's a really good, like lucky, fortunate aspect and that we can all, as, as long as we tune into what we want to create and get real comfortable with the knowing that we are creating that, Get tuned into the world you want to see around you, the people in your life that you want to see, the kinds of relationships that you want to have. Get clear about all of that. The Capricorn energy will help you be very, very careful with your thinking. And then with the Jupiter conjunct sun, it's like you can, you know, maybe you, you've got a candle and, and the wind is blowing and you're trying real careful not to get the candle blown out through this week but then all of a sudden look there's this beautiful lantern and you can put your candle in there and it lights this beautiful lantern which is Jupiter and the sun together and now this you can turn it up you can turn it down it's safe and it's enclosed in this safe like beautiful bright lantern that's kind of what this week is like so if you need to get something done change where you're going, even shift directions quickly because there's a lot of Uranus energy that's positive in this as well. Transformation is a happening and it's probably pretty big, like sometimes off with your head and, and like make sure that you burn the bridges so the crazies don't follow you. But it could also just as well be like open your arms to something new and exciting and something you've never experienced before and are willing to take the risk on. So there's a lot, a lot. But I hope that you have a most pleasant week. Pleasant. <laughs> that's so an, that's like an understatement for what's going on. I wish you a most productive, joyful, lucrative, because lucrative stuff can happen when, when Pluto is in the house. A week where you can feel that your dreams really do deserve to come true and that you really can be exactly who you are. That's the kind of week this is. So thank you so much for listening. Many blessings.